Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. So today we're going to talk about YA book to film adaptations, with maybe an honorable mention in there of a technically not YA. One or two, worst, best. Um, Lost our feelings on them. Yes, underrated. The whole shebang. Yeah, the whole era of YA film, I guess. Yeah. And we're just going to consider Harry Potter. I mean, Harry Potter is technically like middle grade books, but everyone pretty much kind of, that's kind of what started the whole thing with, because Harry Potter started before any other really big franchise did in terms of the movies. Yeah, it did. It started it. I mean, people say Lord of the Rings was first, but again, again, it's very different. Um, Yeah. Um, And the fact that Harry Potter was different because the books were still being written as the movies were coming out. Well, and it features young people too i guess that's the huge difference yeah because before then like okay so i've watched obviously a lot of behind the scenes stuff about harry potter i guess we're starting the conversation now um go for it (laughs) and it was like a huge deal to work with that many children and they were like get school and yeah (laughs) and well and like directing that many kids is terrifying and exhausting like they if you look at before and after pictures of chris columbus that first director (laughs) oh my god he like and he could only do the first two um he was just worn out by the end of it as one would be and then david yates did a whole bunch of the last ones but Mm -hmm. i mean they were much older and easier to corral by like like oscar winning directors do some of the middle ones like didn't alfonso Cuarón do one he did three um yes he's the oscar winner Mm -hmm. i think and then there was uh, i'm forgetting the name of the guy who did four i can't remember his name either Um, i I know he's a hard ass (laughs) um really old enough to be uh to deal with his hard assery by that point (laughs) i think it was probably like perfect timing yeah um i think it was probably a bit of a wake-up call but it was like good you know, you know, like uh, Miss Holleran vibes. <laughs> she was our eighth grade teacher. Well, seventh English and eighth grade. teacher. Yeah, seventh and eighth grade. Kind of a hard ass, but but like super, super sweet. Yeah, in a way that ultimately helped us. Yes, ma'am. Not in a way that ultimately terrified us, like some other teachers, <laughs> who I won't name. Yeah, no thanks. Um, but yeah, the it's like a combination of difficulty directing and um, like time frame because they look old so quickly so you have to really as soon as you finish movie one you have to start movie that's true i didn't even think about that and the fact that like they didn't even know i mean i guess the books were such a phenomenon that they knew they were probably going to make every one of them into a movie into a movie so it wasn't like they had to i don't think it was totally guaranteed when they first started i mean it probably yeah it probably never is but but um and then the i don't know just interesting stuff like the way they changed after they went through puberty and everything Luckily, nobody died. There was well, that. Well, Dumbledore died, but I mean the kids. Yeah, there was that. Um, there was that sketch that always gets recommended to me on YouTube. I'm sure it gets recommended to a lot of people that watch S- SNL sketches on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically watch SNL like exclusively on YouTube, and uh, it's like the sketch that Lindsay Lohan plays oh, Hermione, God, yeah. and her boobs are just complete. It's just so funny because it's like obviously a mock a parody of how they hit puberty while filming the movies <laughs> there was such a scandal i don't know if you know about this um mm-hmm. 
I forget which movie too, but they're one of the movie posters. Emma Watson's boobs got like photoshopped to be bigger. Oh dear! And people found out and she wasn't of age. Or um, she know? was still pretty young. I Ugh. feel like it was, yeah, like almost like it wasn't the last one. It yeah. was like four, five, or six. Maybe. And I feel like she's a very small-chested girl, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, um, she's not like <laughs> boobs aren't the first thing you no, notice when I, you look at. I her. also just never think of anything but like her amazing intellect when I think of her. <laughs> well, that's because you're a feminist, Bruno. Yeah, that's true. That as well. But I mean, she's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, this whole thing. So it's just a lot of interesting things got unpacked. And I don't really think a series has worked with kids that young since then. Not a huge one. There's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid or whatever. Well, there's like kid, like the Nickelodeon movies. Like, you know how you see like Nickelodeon Studios before a movie. Like there's some stuff like that, but you're right. There's, I don't think there's been that that big, on that big of a scale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I can't think of any like YA series for sure because I mean well Harry Potter is middle grade but by the time they're that old they became YA movies I mean they're PG-13 so yeah I mean I don't know um how else <laughs> but the definition of YA is like the the um characters are like basically 15 to 17 yeah. <laughs> yep so so anyways yeah and then obviously there was Twilight pretty much after that mm-hmm. which is a huge Huge deal. Um, and that was, I mean, that pretty much started the entire paranormal. Uh, uh, so spawned so yes. many, so, so many, many. Twilight. I mean, not Twilight. <sighs> vampire. See, the words are that connected. Yeah. Vampire things. It's basically, I mean. Well, I mean, Buffy did it first, but it's fine. But if yeah. You, I mean, yeah. have you, you still haven't watched any of Buffy? Her first love interest, vamp- vampiric love interest, mm-hmm. is like you look at him his and name he... is like schmedward smolin <laughs> <laughs> nope his name is angel but yeah, he's yeah. got the hair mm-hmm. he's got the long coat he's got the sour attitude yeah. so the well, jawline yep i mean i think obviously twilight pretty pretty much twilight started the whole ya romance mm-hmm. everything every movie got like, after Harry Potter could have just been a one-off, but then after Twilight, it was like, let's make every YA book into a movie. Yeah, every big because blockbuster. it was just... Not blockbuster, complete... New York Times because, bestseller. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The Harry Potter books, or the Harry Potter movies were pretty much all great, mm-hmm. but the Twilight movie sucked, and yet it still they still made so much, so much money because of the fan base and everything, so... What's and really... they, didn't, they didn't suck when I first watched them. Now I can look back and see how bad the filmmaking was, but... I think from an objective <laughs> standpoint... Yes, yes. With the content they were working with. Yeah. That only the first one really sucked. Yeah. And it's pretty impressive that they were able to do a whole series after a first movie like that. I agree. And I think the production value in the last one, where they basically made up the entire movie, Mm -hmm. was so fucking great. (laughs) It was so great. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, I think you're right. The first one was the only one I didn't see in theaters. Um, Oh, same. Because I had never even... I don't even think I had really... I wasn't... I hadn't really read... All of, I hadn't really finished reading the series before. I, well, I saw the first one at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And I, you're right. It, it's not. The first one's obviously my least favorite. Yeah. What's interesting, too, is I feel like um, Harry Potter often got criticized in movies for being sort of less um, inclusive in a way or, like, nuanced in a way that's meaningful. Like, for example, Hermione got all the smart lines in the movies. Whereas, like, in the book, she had weaknesses, she was afraid of heights, mm-hmm. or, like, she wasn't really spontaneous. But in the movies, every new idea is hers, and it's just kind of ridiculous. Um, whereas, I feel like in Twilight, they kind of 
in some ways made it a little better maybe i don't know i mean i think i in terms of the whole like are the movies like the books that's like the age-old debate is which is better or which is is are the movies are they do they stay faithful because as a fan of the books you're always gonna you're always gonna put so much pressure on the movie to be exactly like the book no matter if you're like trying to do that or not i mean it just like i don't know and so I don't even remember if there were major things they changed in Twilight. I mean, I know yeah. that in the twi- in the books themselves, there was a lot more focus on Jacob because he had, like, yeah. his own... He, like, wrote basically all of Eclipse, didn't he? Or, like, he was, like, half of it was Jacob. Yeah, from his point of view. Yeah, And then so, I think um, I mean, the he third didn't. one... Taylor Lautner didn't write any books, but... Is the third one Eclipse? I yeah, think yeah. half of it... Half of Breaking Dawn is from Jacob's point of view. Whichever one. But there's... They have But there's a lot more werewolf stuff in Eclipse, too. Yeah. And, like, when they team up in the books, it's a lot more exciting. I mean, the so, books are very long. They're huge. Yeah. So it makes sense that... And I don't know. I think that... For, yeah, for what it had to work with, I think they did a pretty darn good job. Yeah. Especially with the special effects that were... I mean, it, they weren't that long ago, but it was long enough ago that they weren't the best, but... And it's cool to see how much both of those main actors are doing now. Yeah, okay, Mr. Batman. Yeah. Cool. Like, that's fantastic. And Kristen Stewart has she's just completely got, become her own. Like She's got she's a movie coming it. out, like, every week. Yeah, so I think that... I'm, I just saw her most recent one. Charlie's Angels was that no it? underwater. Oh yeah, yeah, underwater. I heard mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. She looks really hot. She's, I mean, and she's totally become like her own. Everyone for so long, she was. I mean, I think she was pretty terrible as an actress in Twilight. But I've always kind of stood up for the fact that I think she can be a good actress. I don't I know. I feel like Bella's a really hard character to act well. <sighs> yeah, and I think she gets so much shit for being a ter- terrible actress because of that. And like. Maybe we can call Taylor Lautner a bad actor because he hasn't really gotten right. any work. But Kristen right. Stewart, I don't. Th- I think she's proven herself by a mile since then. Um, Jacob's the best character that Taylor Lautner will ever play, and Bella is the worst character that yeah. Kristen Stewart will ever play. And Robert Pattinson just is, is it's going to be bad. I mean, he's yeah, and he's been in a, a lot of movies that are really like yeah. indie that are really good. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely, and he's. I mean, he's outwardly complained about Twilight many times. So yeah. Um, I don't know if that has to do with anything, but I just think it's funny. Mm. Now I can laugh at that. I used to, like, cry at that because I was like, I love this so much and he doesn't like it. (laughs) I didn't really like Edward to begin with, but... Who did? Okay. Hunger Games? Hunger Games, I think, is some of the best movies ever made, but that's my opinion. The first movie sucks, and we all know that because it's, like, just so... The budget was so low and it was so bad, but... um, I don't know. I love them so much. I think Catching Fire is on, like, my list of, like, top three favorite movies of all time. But that's also my favorite book of all time, so I don't know. My only complaint with Hunger Games is that um, they could have done so much more diversity with the cast. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) But they did not. Well, because Katniss is basically described as someone with darker skin. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I think Jennifer Lawrence kills it, and I love her. But, yeah, yeah, there's so much more they could have done for sure. Um, I think that... I don't remember... I mean, people got angry because Rue was black, and I'm like, Rue's the only <laughs> black character. What is wrong with you? Like, why are you so angry about this? Well, you know, it's internet and rage. And she dies. So it's like, it's not even... Yeah. Anyway, but... But you know, there's a whole, like... I probably have talked about this before, mm-hmm. but there's, like, a whole Hollywood history in, in comics and whatever, like, mm-hmm. visual storytelling of killing the female characters or the minority characters, like, very violently. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, the one character that they changed the race for. Or not... Well... Was Rue described? I don't know. I don't think she was necessarily... I think... 
if from what like people were saying, I feel like Katniss was described. Katniss, it would be more likely that Katniss would end up being a black character than Rue. Okay. From like the way it was described, I feel like I can't really remember. Yeah. But I didn't think that. I mean, I. So it's just interesting. The girl that plays Rue is like the best. Like she's killing it now, and she's great, and I love her. Yeah. Um. But I think it was interesting. The what I loved about the first movie was that one, it was filmed like in the woods of North mm-hmm. Carolina, yeah, which is where that's we live. Great. And um, I think that it had a lot of heart. But it was, it was Catching Fire that basically redid the because they had the opportunity to redo the games because that's mm-hmm. what happens in the books, and so they redid it with the best quality. I mean, like if you compare the graphics in like the first uh, when they're what is it called the the um, the parade thing. Mm-hmm. And the, then they're both oh, oh, oh. in fire, but the first yeah. movie compared to the second one, yeah. dear God, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. So I think that the fact that um, the first movie didn't wasn't the best quality movie, uh, and the fact that they made a bunch of killer ones after that just proves how much people love the story that they were able to keep making. Yeah. Um, and I think it sucks because it definitely fell off because people didn't think that it needed to be... I understand for... I don't know. Maybe I understand for Twilight, maybe that it had to be split into two movies, the mm-hmm. last one. But at the yeah. same time, that whole movie was like fake because it was just what was made up in her head and Alice's yeah. head. <laughs> well, and the whole first movie is um, the wedding, too. And I can't speak about Harry Potter because I don't know. I know the last book is huge as heck. Harry so. Potter, each book could have been... Well, I think maybe the first one works as one movie. But after that, especially um, the fourth one, The Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. could have been like two or three movies I just think it's the people, longest book by the so. time the second part of Mockingjay came out people didn't seem to really care as much anymore like the yeah. fandom had kind of died down and that just made me a little sad but I love every I love all the movies and I think for me the Hunger Games is the one franchise that the movies are better than the books to me mm-hmm. and that's saying something because they're my favorite it's my favorite book series but I don't think it's written very well <laughs> I don't know reading the first one was kind of it was like really exciting. It's one of the most exciting books I've I ever I think so read. too. I think it's written, but also at the same time, I feel like we talked about this, how we said it was more like a, written more like a script than a, necessarily yeah. like a very descriptive book. Yeah. And I agree with that. But also at the same time, reading those books made me think, oh, I can write like that. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, That's true. it's kind of like, it's, they're not the most like flowery and they're just, but the story is just so iconic and so yeah. cool that it doesn't matter to me there i mean catching fire is one of my favorites it's pretty much my favorite story of all time so yeah uh, definitely probably shouldn't have been split up yeah i agree and it just and like the fact that they didn't make i was i really loved all the soundtracks the same we didn't even talk about it with twilight but those soundtracks mm-hmm. were, yeah the soundtracks were better than the movies that green day song in the last movie <sighs> yeah there was some great great music and um but the Hunger Games, like, they didn't even make a soundtrack for the last one. I was like, okay, that's what I knew. People just didn't really even care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, John Williams did the composition for Harry Potter. Yeah, and... For uh, the first ones. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like... So that's a huge deal. I think oh, yeah. he's still the it's winningest person for Oscars, right? He just won He just won a Grammy, I found out, for the Disney World, for the Ooh. theme in Galaxy's Edge and Disney World. Wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know they did that for theme park hmm. um, music. Anyway, but yeah, I think, I think the Hunger... I mean, I think the Hunger Games people really realized that, oh, this whole YA thing, these whole like franchises that are killing it. Like Twilight, people knew, okay, these aren't really good, good movies, and people hated so much on Twilight, but I yeah. don't think anyone really hated on the Hunger Games movies. Mostly because people loved Jennifer Lawrence. She became like an icon. Um, she was 
people made so fun relatable of, and that whole thing and yeah people made fun of the love triangle and the hunger games yeah but Twilight. that's pretty like but it's an every ya what are you yeah. gonna do about that like <laughs> well and it's like the standard thing like whenever the political season starts yeah. snl is obviously gonna do stuff about it. it's the same thing whenever like yeah. a young adult series does well and gets made into a movie they're gonna be jerks and i think that it. the i think it was very like and i'm i've always been for PETA, blah 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 whatever but i think the fact that the whole way that she like the whole thing that happened with um gail gail i almost <laughs> called him gabe what with gail um was just like really smart and yeah horribly heartbreaking and all of that and i think it was really um it's a very it's a very well, well done crafted. She kissed him so much in the movies, though. <laughs> Just saying. I'm mean, she. I'm mean, she. I think she did it in the books too. I don't think they added any kisses. But anywho, I was a huge Josh Hutcherson fan growing up because of Bridge Terabithia. So. Oh my God, you know. I when... still am. I love him. He's so. I don't know what he's doing. He's doing nothing now, but I don't know what he's doing. But you know, when um, it just made me think of it. In Harry Potter, they added like a romantic moment in the last movie between Harry and Hermione. Vomit Town Central. Isn't that insane? That's horrible. Can you imagine if... Well, I guess... Because people people obviously shipped them, but it wasn't really real fans that did that, was it? Well, I mean, yes, it was real fans. Ugh, gross. Being very careful. Yeah, care. like the... I have nothing to lose. I'm not... Whatever. At the conferences and conventions, there's, like, stories. There would be debates. People genuinely thought that that's how it that's was going to so end. weird. Like, genuinely tons. It was, like, half the fandom. Mm, but doesn't he have a girlfriend? I don't even know. Didn't he? he? He did have a girlfriend. Relatively for some time. Well, and it's very, if you know, like, okay, again, it feels weird talking about Harry Potter and everything after everything, but um, that was my brief reference to J.K. Rowling's bigotry, but um, what was I even talking about? Now I'm distracted. Also, I should probably mention that I've never read or seen any of the movies <laughs> or books, so I mean, maybe that's something I probably should have mentioned five episodes ago, but... Harry Potter's the kind of thing, if you're familiar with literary conventions and, like, you read a lot of literature, mm -hmm. you know, like, the way Ginny, the person Harry eventually ends up yeah. with, is introduced, like, it's very clear that that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, just, I guess it was so popular that yeah. everybody read it, except for Brenna. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing kind of with Star Wars for me. I never really got into it at the... I mean, obviously, I couldn't get into it at the ground level because I was 20 years from being born when they first came out. Mm -hmm. But for Harry Potter, I never got into it at the ground level, and I just... It was too overwhelming. The same thing happened for me for Game of Thrones. Like, I just never got in it, and then I, I was like, oh, it's too late, and now it takes so much effort to <laughs> do it all now. But anywho. Okay. Um, and then we want to talk about... There's, like... There's obviously a couple... There's obviously a couple, like, random one-offs. I mean, there were so many YA movies. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of... Um, I'm just looking at my bookshelf right now, and there's so many that were just one-offs. And then there was also ones that were trying to be what The Hunger Games did, um, which is basically, like, the whole Divergent series, which the books were basically a copy of The Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. And so they did a movies, and you would think it would be really good because it was... Is it Shailene Woodley? Shailene Woodley? I can never pronounce it. Shailene, I Shailene think. Woodley, and... I mean, the first movie was okay. It was like, okay, I like it if I'm a fan of the book. But then they, like, stopped. They just, like, stopped making them. They were going to make the last yeah. one into two movies, and then they just didn't. So, I mean, it was very odd. And there was also the Maze Runner movies where Dylan O'Brien, who I was, I love from Teen Wolf, was awesome as Thomas. But then 
he got like into a horrible accident on set and they had to postpone it. So then by the time the movie came out, like nobody cared. Whoa. So there was a bunch of random things, but those two were kind of the major ones that I can think of that they tried to kind of recreate a little bit of the magic that yeah. other ones had. And then, um, like I said, there were so many one-off ones. Like we were talking about Warm Bodies, which Warm Bodies is actually an adult book um, that they kind of made into a YA like movie, yeah. which just proves how popular the whole YA movie just trope was or whatever. I mean, everything wanted to be a YA movie at that time. It's um, interesting. I guess maybe they thought they couldn't make a zombie romance movie that adults would go to. Because, I mean, I was telling Anna Claire earlier, the book is very graphic when it talks about, like, genitalia. And it's, like, a, it's a very different, and it's written very, like, academically because it's it's all mm. very about his body turning back into, like, an alive, I don't know. And it's just, it's a lot of different things, and it's very... Um, it's a lot more literary than any book I've ever read. And the mm. fact that they made it into like this mushy, it was a good movie. I liked it. But the fact they made it into like this YA movie, I'm always, I, Nicholas Holt's pretty great, but I think he's underrated. But anyway, hmm. um, should we talk about some of the worst ones? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, I didn't realize you mentioned Divergent as one of the best ones. I mean, I don't think it was one of the best ones. I was just kind of talking about ones, ones that were you like enjoyed. ones that were like the Hunger Games, and I did enjoy them, but I never finished. I only yeah. watched like the first one because it was just it didn't seem like they. It just seemed very like yeah, not very not genuine. I don't know. That's fair. Um, and I think that those were kind of honestly. I feel like during the time when the Hunger Games movies were coming out, like basically Catching Fire and Mockingjay Part One was like the height of all these other YA movies and if anything came out after that it was like not really yeah nobody cared anymore and the fact that both the Mage Lunar and the Divergent series were like came out so much or the last movies came out so much later and nobody cared yeah and even like I was saying with the last Hunger Games movie it seemed like nobody cared at the end either <laughs> like it was very <laughs> a short a very short phase of time when YA movies were everything I wonder if any of that has to do with the culture around movies um, and streaming and maybe midnight movie releases. Oh yeah, because by the time, I mean, the first by the time the first movies came out, like they it was still the midnight, and then that whole thing happened in Louisiana. No, the ba- I was thinking of the Batman in Col- was that in Colorado? I thought that was in Louisiana. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure. Um, Are you gonna check? I was gonna Google it. Yeah, I think that. Um, Movie theater. Yeah, Aurora, Colorado. Colorado. Was there yeah. something else in Louisiana? Yeah, there was definitely a I movie shooting. Yeah, but it was at a midnight showing, and so they. I think that's what changed the tide. And they, because yeah. the hung, Harry Potter was gigantic for midnight showings. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Everybody would dress up. And, and I would, in a lot of Marvel movies, I went to midnight showings, but then, and I was so against having a movie like at like eight that I would specifically only go to the midnight showing because I was like, no, I don't want to go to the earlier one. It feels, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel genuine going to the earlier one. It was like a party. Yeah, it was. It was a whole atmosphere. And you're, I think that probably has something to do with it. Cause that was a huge thing. Cause people would dress up and people still do that for star Wars, but, yeah. um, and stuff like that. But it was a huge deal. Um, so yeah, want to talk about some of the worst ones you can talk about. The ones with... that you've... You can talk about the ones that you've put down, because... Yeah, I want to start with Percy Jackson. Yeah, I've never even seen it. Because it was so... The books, at least in terms of age, were similar to Harry Potter, because mm-hmm. it starts around the same age group. They're in, yeah, they're in the middle grade section of the bookstore, so... Um, but for the movie, they decided to make them older, <laughs> I guess, to Again, it, another YA yeah, movie. To make naked. it easier, I guess, because of all the things I mentioned before with Harry Potter, like the struggles. Sense. And I think that it was directed by the same person who did the first Harry Potter, 
which is interesting that it ended up sucking so hard. Um, again, I think it they just changed way too much from the books. They tried to make it like really cool and like the camp they made it because it was like very yeah Chris Columbus you're right it was very whimsical and kind of caricature but in a way that was like fascinating and awesome and fun in the books and then in the movie they tried to make it like badass and it just it was not cool enough to carry it I guess how many books were there or are there a lot because there's only two movies yeah Everyone was really surprised when they made a second movie. Oh um, and they changed, like, even something as small as they changed the main girl, Annabeth's hair color in the first one, and then they made it like the books in the second one. And it was just like, if you're going to depart, just stick with it. <laughs> like, Jesus. They did um, diversify the cast, though, more than the um, books had been. So, I don't know. There's pros and cons to everything, obviously. One of the actors in Percy Jackson is actually in The Host, which is, like, the worst YA adaptation oh, of all What time. a great transition, Britta. <laughs> um, I was, I was going to talk about The Host, which is also written by Stephanie Meyer, the author of the Twilight series. And it's technically an adult book, so it's another adult to, like, YA film adaptation. But Is it, there sex in The Host? I don't know. It has a 9% remember. on Rotten Tomatoes, and we were looking wow. at some of the reviews a few minutes ago, and, like, I'm just going to read this one. Every once in a while, a film. Every once in a while, a film so bad that it makes you angry just to watch it. Made specifically for tween girls, there's a lot of mindless smooching without rationale. After which, our heroine slaps the guys for questioning her intent. Get that lobotomy before watching. Which I think is unfair. And Saoirse Ronan was the star of this movie before she became like kind of an Oscar, Oscar darling. Um, mm. I don't even know if she's won an Oscar, but she's basically. I feel like she's. She's very, always there. She's always there, and she, she looks so pretty there. But this movie was like it was so bad and the book is so good but it also was i understand it's a very hard premise to make into a cohesive coherent movie but it's a very long book it's a very big book yes all of these like i wish instead of everyone trying to make a movie they would have been more open to tv series adaptations because that would have been great for the host Um, well here's the thing the tv adaptations at the time were pretty bad but now with netflix and hulu they would be so much better because yeah. one of my favorite book series of all time, Delirium, like tried to become a TV series, and it was like the, they only the pilot didn't get taken, and I watched the pilot, and it was so bad. It was like starring Emma Roberts, and it was just so mm. bad. And um, I think with with streaming services, they would be a lot better now. But yeah. I totally agree. I don't, but I don't think anyone had faith in TV at the time, like crazy. they do now. So, um, which is crazy too, because there's been. I mean, obviously, you go back and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and like the effects mm-hmm. are hilarious. This one. <laughs> with the girl from Glee. I, I just remember the I Am Number 4 movie. Is that Case Do? No. That looks so girl. much like I know, her. it does, kind of. But I don't even... Wow. And that's definitely a young adult book, too. But I remember that one. I didn't even... I Am Number 4. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, what, did, what were we even talking about? <laughs> oh, I think also animation, too, is such a big thing. Because I guess you're right. Like, the TV back then, people didn't think... Didn't like, have faith in it being, yeah. yeah. And anyone who wasn't a kid wasn't going to watch animation and stuff like that. Even though Simpsons, I guess, had been around for a while by then. Yeah, and the whole... I think what's changed kind of the game when it comes to adults watching animated is, like, that Star Wars show that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Like, Star Wars Rebels or whatever that's animated. Is it? Is that what's animated? I don't know, but I feel like a lot of things now, kids are more apt to... Or, like, I would be more... I didn't want to watch anything that was animated because I was like, that's for kids. So Classic Bruno. Classic me. 
Um, now I like literally Futurama is my favorite show in the entire world. So, mm-hmm. anywho, I've been rewatching it on Hulu every night. And then we've got Aragon too. That yeah. totally failed. <laughs> Sadly. There's just so many that were so bad. Which I just saw the um, actor from Aragon, the like main guy, was in Outlander and something else too, I forget now. So that's kind of interesting. He's in an- another adaptation. Yeah, a lot of these actors feel like we're in a lot. Because that, then that same guy from The Host, that, and mm-hmm. he was in I Am Number 4 too. That's why it showed up. My phone. Hmm. <laughs> like, they all were interchangeable. Weird. Well, and another uh, crossover acting would be in our underrated film yeah. adaptation, which is Tiffios. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you wanted me to say it. Um, the Fault in Our Stars. Mm-hmm. That was that was a a very very. It was probably the only like because there's been so many one offs. Yeah, and it was it was very good. I guess um, there was a lot of buzz around it at the time. Like everybody went to see it, mm-hmm. and it was so weird because having been a fan of like John Green before that. Suddenly, everyone mm-hmm. was talking about him. It was him. that household name. And it was right as they were starting Crash Course, so, like... Really? Yeah, so then, wow. like, students started recognizing him. We watched we, only, we watched Hank in my um, science class, like, every day. In my AP biology class. She's mm-hmm. like, we're not going to teach today. I'm just going to put on Hank. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, <laughs> wow. I was going to say, I had a, actually an actual teacher who only used Crash Course to supplement. Well, I could tell you so many stories about my AP bio teacher. Mm. Okay. Hey, it got me college. Uh, I still got a three in the exam somehow, and it got me college. It got me college credit. So I think that probably <laughs> had more to do with you than your teacher. Oh, it, it definitely did. Um, she, was, she was pretty bad. But yeah, I think the fault in our stars probably hot take. I think it's probably the best uh, film adaptation on our whole list. I know mm-hmm. you're like the Hunger Games. No, but I get what you're saying. I think it's well as an actual like not basing it on the material it came from and not mm-hmm. being a fan of the material it came from, I agree. I mean, I think it's it's very well made. and Oh, um, I would say it's the best adaptation, so basing it on the oh, material it came on. from. Okay. Like, I yeah. think I mean, it I just cut out the least. Yeah. And, like, it's the most accurate. Yeah. Well done. I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot, to be fair, it's a lot easier to be accurate when you have a smaller, just one-off book and you don't have to worry yeah. about every little continuity thing. Like and it's realistic Like PETA's fiction. fake leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not fantasy or sci-fi yeah. or whatever, so the budget is more manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get some kick-ass actors, mm-hmm. which they are. And there are a lot of great literary film adaptations, mm-hmm. but there aren't as many YA. I mean, there's starting to be more, I guess, now, even on Netflix. Yeah. Right? Um, but that's not what we grew up with. Whatever. Yeah. My favorite thing in Tiffios is the use of colors. Because mm-hmm. blue and orange... I mean, blue and orange are classic film colors. If mm-hmm. Like, anytime someone wants to make something pop, those are the colors they use. Um, but those colors actually were significant and symbolic in the book. Yeah. So, and seeing the filmmakers kind of take those cues and feature those visual metaphors, I thought was really nice and and cool and good. Should I tell the story of how I got spoiled for Tiffios when I first read it? Sure. I bought the collector's edition first, and it was a misprint. So mm-hmm. all the questions that like they you know how they'll have like book group questions. So oh, they had a bunch wow. of questions that John Green answered, but they were like on the first page, and it was like, why did you kill blank? And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, so that's no. how I got spoiled to the, the story itself. But it's still one of the best stories. I think it's one of the best YA stories of all time. I think it's great. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know if, I'm not sure if I like, 
I think it's my favorite John Green book. I don't really know. I don't really, I don't really connect to a lot of the other ones as much. Not yeah. that I like have had cancer or have dealt with that, but it's just so, I don't know. The char- I like the characters well much more. Yeah. The story is very, yeah. not to say his other stuff isn't good and like important. I still haven't read his new Turtles all the way down yet. I did. I'm sure I would probably like it though. You should probably read it. Yeah, um, <laughs> might be relevant in certain ways. I know, I know. Um, let's talk about connecting. Yeah. But um, I think The Fault in Our Stars, it's just plot-wise, I mean, I could talk about plot forever, you know that, but it just it makes the most sense. It's the most yeah. focused. It's the most uh, rooted in tradition of storytelling that mm-hmm. like relates to us as humans and whatever. You walk away with a very tangible lesson. Um, so. Yeah, I think, uh, and then the other movie was Paper Towns, which was pretty, I mean, I didn't really have a problem with it, but you can't really capture the, recapture the magic of the Fallen Our Stars. I just think, especially because the story isn't as, oh, I forgot, I forgot for a second that Nat was also in the Fallen Our Stars. Yeah, that's why I brought him up. I know. Yeah, compared to the host's nine on Rotten Tomatoes, the Fallen Our Stars got an 81, so. And probably all the people that rated it low were like, uh, yeah. movie about cancer, another I mean, movie about cancer. Willem Dafoe and Laura Dern are like iconic actors. I mean, the fact that they were they were so good and Yeah. Um Yeah. So. Mildly implausible, but genuinely moving. What? <laughs> That's what somebody said. Like the story is implausible mildly implausible. Mm-hmm. Um interesting. Yeah, no, I, I agree that it I feel like it's the most like actual movie out of like because you think, when you think YA, you think, like, sci- from the movies that they've made, you think sci-fi, you think dystopian, yeah. but this is, like, just a straight-up, like, romance, and it was usually some of the, some of the ones, like, I want to say, um, what was that other one, like, If I Stay, there were so many other ones that came mm-hmm. out, like, after we kind of passed that phase that were just not good, and... To All the Boys I've Loved, or whatever. Apparently, that's pretty good. Is that on, that's just on Yeah, Hulu, I watched it. it. It was good. Yeah, um, but I think that... Tiffios will stand the test of time mm-hmm. as just a good movie. Not a good YA movie, just a good movie. So. Yeah. And why did it end? I wonder, I guess I feel like the big sci-fi fantasy ones have ended. Well, that's the thing the is that now that I'm trying to publish a basically apocalyptic, it's the whole market's dead now. I mean, it just yeah. was like such a phase that just totally, it was dystopia. I mean, dystopia is different than apocalyptic, obviously, because dystopian's like what happens after the apocalypse. So like a dystopian government etc but mm-hmm. i think that it uh that whole thing is just it just kind of died i mean which is so interesting because i think um my favorite books that i've read recently still fit into those categories and they're pretty yeah. recently published yeah i think it's it's just kind of like a um it really depends on i don't know a lot of factors that it could just be random but i think i mean i watched a video the other day that was like the sci-fi market's dead in ya yeah (laughs) because it was i mean the hunger games is kind of like i feel like just because it's so hard because all of those books are still on shelves because they're still like yeah um, hunger games is still on every single ya shelf and so is like divergent and those kind of dystopian books and there's not room for any others and those are like what people want to read if they've never read ya they're like i'm gonna read this so then i don't know I don't, know. I don't know why it died. It just kind of died. Hmm. I think, I guess what I really meant is why the actual just YA film craze died. Anyway, I think it's just because they made, there were so many movies that just weren't that good. And I think yeah. after the big franchises like kind of petered away, I mean, there was really nothing left. I think movies in general, I don't know. A lot of movie trends right now are just trying to 
make blockbuster successes that um, out of less work, which yeah. is why Disney's remaking a whole bunch of old stuff. So you'd think they'd still be trying to do the movie adaptations, um, yeah. but I guess it's just so hard to do. Which well. is which is kind of a stupid excuse because people there's so many you could just put your movie on Netflix or something and it'll still get yeah. like back back when they first started making I mean Netflix original TV shows have been around for quite a while but when they first started making movies specifically for Netflix or like Hulu nobody everyone was like these are all so stupid but now they're like actually not yeah <laughs> they're actually becoming like award contenders literally mm-hmm. and so I think that I don't know I. Maybe it'll research. Maybe it'll research with my book when it gets published, and then I get a movie deal right away. That's just going to happen, crossed. obviously. So, you know. Well, the stuff I've been reading lately, I would love to see as movies, I know. too. And I mean, I um, wrote in our film class, whatever year that was, I wrote mm-hmm. my entire term paper on how I would make my book into a movie with, like, literal, literal images from movies that I... And they were all from, like, YA. I think I took images from Warm Bodies. I took some from Hunger Games. Like, just... I don't know. Mine was much more indie movie based. I'm sure I had some other ones in there. I lost that term paper. I tried looking for it on my hard drive and I couldn't find it. And that was sad, but. That's what happens when you delete stuff all the time. Yeah, I know. I'm too extreme sometimes. Mm. Anyway, I think, I think it'll come back at some point. Maybe there just needs to be the right series that brings it back. I think so. I think as, um, things are getting more diverse lately. Like I think people, especially on streaming platforms, people know that that's what's tends yeah. to be more successful um and i th- so i think like i just read dread nation have i told you about that Mm-mm. um i think that would make a great adaptation would do really well it's like a zombie apocalypse during the civil war and the main so character is like a black female who's being trained to fight zombies to protect wow. white ladies so it's Ooh, like that is yeah. so cool and one of the opening scenes, Dang. they're training um, on a university campus that is in disuse because of everything that's happening. So yeah. I just pictured the, uh, that opening scene like in the quad at UNC, mm-hmm. which would layer it with so much historical meaning and context. And whew. But what about that zombie movie about Abe Lincoln? Is that the same <laughs> thing? <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? So that's the kind of conversation I think that happens in the rooms where the yeah. people who like make movies yeah, happen. Which sucks, but yeah. yeah no, I, and that's I why it doesn't happen. But yeah, I think that kind of thing that would be important culturally and that I think you could get a lot of big name musicians behind to make like badass soundtracks for. I wonder if the yeah. Hunger Games prequel will do something. Hmm. It could. I mean, it's a good question. It's not, I think the book's coming out next year. I can't remember um, next year, but I'm sure they would make that into a movie. They have to. Maybe. I mean, I, d- I don't think they I mean, wouldn't. I don't know. The Fantastic Beast stuff. Yeah, it, that probably d- dampered every other transfer. Of, yeah. Um, I mean, it's doing really bad. And yeah. I think it's only going to do worse now. I love Eddie Redmayne, too. I know. I feel bad. The cast is awesome. No, yeah. I can't imagine. I'm sure. The I, cast, in a lot of ways, is almost better than the original Harry Potter cast. Especially... One of my, one of my friends watched it high, and she said it was great. And I was like, well, I doubt it'll be... Doubt it'll be any... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I do love the cast as well. Yeah, the cast is really great. The movies aren't great, but the <sighs> cast is great. And there are moments... Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I think there's just going to be... It's just going to be something that just... There's got to be the right project, and it comes back, and hopefully... Other people can get in and make some good content, make yeah. some good movies or TV shows or what have you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Cool. Cool. 
I don't have anything else to add. I don't have anything else to add, too. I think we pretty much covered it. Whoop. Whoop. Thanks for listening. Don't hesitate to let us know what you think or suggest a new discussion topic. You can email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com or use the Ask Me Anything tab on our stupid Tumblr, anobsessivenature.tumblr.com. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>